Welcome to Apaga University. I'm Inga. And I'm Julie. We are two entrepreneurs who have built an in-home care business from the ground up, guided every step of the way by God's care and fueled by agape love. 16 years later and over 100 podcast episodes already under our belts, we invite you to continue on this journey with us as we share stories that resonate, insights that inspire, and practical guidance that empowers you to face any obstacle along this path. Whether you're a professional caregiver, a family member, or are simply curious about what your steps will be when you need them, you have come to the right place. Oh, hey, and while you're here, make sure you hit that subscribe button. And after that, make sure you send this to a friend. Yes, do it. All right, we'll quit fooling around and get to it. Let's go. Class is in session. Hello, Sunshine, and hello, Julie. Hi, Inga. How are you doing today? I'm good. Yeah? Good. Just I'm great, but you tell me, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. Okay, because it's lambing season. It is lambing season. Oh my gosh, how cute. Well, and it's funny because those ewes, um, you know, we get a due date on them, but they don't listen at all. They just do whatever they want, whenever they want. <laughs> right. And for some reason, they seem to like to lamb at night. Oh. We've heard that there are ways you can change your feeding schedule and do different things and, you know, to try to... Mm-hmm. That still persuade them into work. lambing yeah. during the daytime. Um, but, and I feel so bad because our neighbor boy, he's, you know, he's such a big part of it and he loves coming over and helping and he shows lambs and he's just part of the family. And every, every day, like yesterday was a snow day. So his mom said, Hey, if you have anything going on in the barn, call because he'd love to come over and help well of course they don't do anything during the day it's about nine o'clock yesterday we really need him when he's in school yeah then (laughs) then you know within two hours we have three three used lambs so wow wow busy we're we're calling each section is is an event because (laughs) we have you know several do within the couple day span but I mean we're small potatoes compared to big lambing operations but it still feels like a lot yeah well and I'm actually laughing with you not at you because in about six weeks I'll be the one crying the blues because we're not lambing we're calving yes but uh it's a lot of work it is a lot of work (laughs) and and I do a fraction of it I mean honestly Kevin and Bailey they they're the ones out there all the time I like to go out and help and um but you know I gotta stay beautiful for this production so I can't get too tired very important (laughs) Very much On so. your game. You know, so I was thinking about this. So we we do these podcasts where actually we've done several episodes now and, and we talk about it a little bit, but, you know, we haven't really shared a ton about what we love, right? Right, right. I love lambing. I love owning businesses. I love owning a home care company and I love it so much and I know you do too that we have created this franchise model to allow other people to be part of this. Right. Yeah, no, we actually said literally... Uh, when we started years ago, that what do we want to do? We want to share this with the world. Yes. And actually, we've taken steps to do that. Yep. So exciting. Uh, we kind of start in Montana yep. with um, just sharing what we do, having people um, into the Apaga family that are like-minded Christian people. Mm-hmm. And and so um, we're just slowly stepping out into other areas um, for people that want to be their own uh, you know, own a business, mm-hmm. be their own boss. Yeah, but come into it with a lot of knowledge and experience and, and systems and, and processes in place. And so. remember, going back, it's all about because we love people. Yes, yes, absolutely. Well, and Julie, we, you know, we've had this business for a long time, and we've always talked about different ways that mm-hmm. we could potentially grow this business, but um, not just the business side of it. We love helping 
people people and, Mm -hmm. you know, giving them opportunities to be part of something like this. And so, you know, having the opportunity to own an Apaga franchise, I think is huge. You get this, all of this goodness in a nice tidy little package (laughs) and, um, and the, and the opportunity is just incredible, and yeah. it's it's for all of the right reasons. It really is. It really is. Um, before we even started franchising, I remember the thrill every year when you would come in after working and doing everybody's tax work, mm-hmm. and you would come in and go, you guys, this is how much we put out into the community in wages, and, and it, it was just an awesome feeling that we are truly making an impact. Yeah. You know, I actually was interviewed by a lady um, – for a society of professional women. And this was, I think a week ago. And she asked me, what, what are you most proud of? And that was one of the things Mm -hmm. actually is providing this wage into the community. And at the same time, you know, it's a service to our, our elderly and disabled population that they want to be at home. It's meaningful. Yeah. So if you're listening and you're interested and, and have ever thought about home care, the industry is exploding. Um, everybody wants to be at home. We can understand that, right? So now is a great time to get in and um, be your own boss, own your own business, and work with us. And and as we like to say, it's it's God's work, our hands. For sure. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yes. Huh, I didn't mean to get off on that tangent. Oh, but. I love it so much, though. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, back to your original question. Lambing is going well. Good, 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 good. <laughs> and calving, I'm excited for when that starts for you, and I'm hoping that some of the snow is gone by that point. And Well, I, you know, the snow isn't always the biggest issue. The biggest issue is that very cold weather. Yeah, yep. Yeah, so. yeah, well, and calves are way more hardy than sheep. It's amazing how hardy <laughs> they are. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Huh. pretty, pretty darn sweet when they're babies. Nothing better. Yeah. Yeah. All righty. Well, moving into our verse of the week. Um, this week we had selected for you Isaiah 49, 13. And this verse says, Shout for joy, you heavens. Rejoice, you earth. Burst into song, you mountains. For the Lord comforts his people and will have compassion on his afflicted ones. It really ties in once again to our topic of the mm-hmm. day, which we haven't talked about yet, yep. but it's... They know, though, they, because they read the title. the title. <laughs> Um, there's a lot of people that are struggling daily mm-hmm. for whatever reason. And, and this really just hit home. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we, um, let's talk about our uplifting stories and then we can get right into the topic and get, get into the guts of this. You bet. What bet. did you bring us today? Oh, mine is called the obstacle in our path. There once was a very wealthy and curious king. This king had a huge boulder placed in the middle of the road. Then he hid nearby to see if anyone would try to remove the gigantic rock from the road. The first people to pass were some of the king's wealthiest merchants and courtiers. Rather than moving it, they simply walked around it. A few loudly blamed the king for not maintaining the roads. Not one of them tried to move the boulder. Finally, a peasant came along. His arms were full of vegetables. When he got near the boulder, rather than simply walking around it like the others had, the peasant put down his load and tried to move the stone to the side of the road. It took a lot of effort, but he finally succeeded. The uh, peasant gathered up his load and was ready to go on his way when he saw a purse lying in the road where the boulder had been. The peasant opened the purse. The purse was stuffed full of gold coins and a note from the king. The king's note said that the purse's gold was a reward for moving the boulder from the road. The king showed the peasant that what many of us never understand, every obstacle presents an opportunity to improve our condition. Mm-hmm. Well, that about sums it up, doesn't yeah. it? <laughs> right? <laughs> I, 
going back to that um, interview that I had last week, th- one of the questions was talking about obstacles and things like that and challenges that we've had. And um, I really struggle to come up with any big, huge thing because I guess our mindset has always been that it maybe it's an obstacle, but really it's just an opportunity for growth and yeah. figuring out how to, you know, how to move that move that obstacle out of the way so that you can keep on trucking. Yep. Move the boulder. Yep. It might take a little bit of effort, but it's yep. always worth it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's a good one. I Thanks. like it. Thank you. Well, I wanted to talk to you today about the cuddle club. This is the best thing to happen to senior dogs and senior humans. <laughs> so when adopting a dog, people often fall in puppy love. They uh, choose younger, peppier pups over the older, more mellow mongrels. But a San Francisco-based Muttville is changing that trend by uniting gray-muzzled, cloudy-eyed canines with people who will dote on them for the rest of their days. In 2007, Sherry Franklin founded the nonprofit organization which rescues senior dogs, that would be ages seven and up, um, from all over California. The organization is doing more than just giving senior dogs a second shot at life. In 2013, Muttville launched Cuddle Club. This is a subsidiary of their Seniors for Seniors adoption program. Um, Two to four times a month, senior humans can visit the shelter's handicap-accessible community cuddle room and spend time with Muttville's elderly dogs. Mm. The event has become so popular that some senior organizations are on a waiting list. This program is a win-win, Franklin tells um, the Mental Floss, who wrote this article. Our senior dogs get love and attention while our senior citizens, some isolated, have created a community where they get out and socialize and get lots of unconditional love. At the Cuddle Club, older people who may not be able to adopt a dog of their own receive an abundance of tail wags and slobbery snuggles without the (laughs) obligation of pet ownership. During the visit, seniors can walk the animals and even let the small ones ride on their walkers. I think the dogs are giving some of our guests a huge sense of value because sometimes a dog will come down, they're nervous, they're shaking, and over the course of the 15 or 20 minutes, the dog will quit shaking and fall asleep on their person's lap. Um, You can just see how happy and fulfilled that person is that they were able to help the dog. Seniors for Seniors, on the other hand, helps elderly people adopt older dogs. Um, So what they do is they waive the $200 adoption fee for adopters who are over the age of 62. And Muttville will send the dogs to their new homes with a kit that includes a harness and a collar, a leash, dog bowls, a starter supply of food and medication if needed, um, a bed, and then also doggy gates and stairs if those are needed. So as of October of 2018, Mutt Muttville had rescued 6,000 dogs, and some of whom were adopted actually by those Cuddle Club attendees. So in addition to Seniors for Seniors and Cuddle Club, Muttville also has a hospice program in which dogs near the end of their lives can receive palliative care in someone's home. And this Muttville organization actually funds most of the cost of that. Um, Spending quality time with a dog has proven health benefits for pet parents. Studies have shown that holding and petting a dog can lower cortisol, which is that stress hormone. Um, It lowers it in your body and it can help lower your blood pressure. Um, And basically they just, they see those stresses be eased as people come to those cuddle club events. So anyway, it also involves taking care. uh, I mean, taking care of these pets also can involve physical activity, helps with depression and just offers an overall sense of well-being. So if you are in the San Francisco area and you're looking for something to love on, go check out Cuddle Club. That is adorable. Now, um, locally, though, our friend Jenna mm-hmm. had taken on a little uh, hospice puppy. puppy yeah. yeah, that was it was a big hospice. story. She made a Facebook page yes. and she just went with it. And that that dog had the best of its its last yeah. days with Jenna. It was just unbelievable what, <laughs> she, what she did with oh, it. Yes. Cute. That's awesome. Love I that love story. that story. I do, too. I yes. do, too. Ah. 
Well, Jules, today we are going to talk about managing medications. Yep. That's a big deal. And yeah. it's it's um it's a big deal not only for, you know, youthful people such as myself and you. You're well, so young. Lucky you said that. <laughs> <laughs> but um also in our elderly because a lot of th- I think that we don't always stop to think about as we age our body changes, right? right? right. We, we can physically see that our body changes, but maybe we don't always stop and think about internally what's going on as well. And so actually we wanted to start off by talking about how medications work differently in older adults. Right, right. Uh, basically, I didn't even really ever stop and think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it because of our bodies and how we process me- medications, that changes with age. Mm-hmm. And as we get older, our bodies react to drugs differently than when we were younger. Mm-hmm. I mean, that just is it in a nutshell. Yeah. So what does that mean? A lot. <laughs> a lot of things to consider. Yeah. It Basically, the aging process can affect how medication is absorbed how your body uses it, and then also how you how that medication exits your body. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, yep. It will stay in the body longer, and um, a lot of older people don't need that regular dose. They need a lower dose mm-hmm. just because of the way it's being processed. Mm-hmm. Um, or do they just need a completely different medication that is safer for them? Right. Yeah. I learned something yesterday. I had my follow-up MRI because I flunked the first one. Um, so they actually had to sedate me, which I'm telling you, if you're scared of an MRI, I, I was terrified right up till the, right up till I was unconscious. No, I was actually conscious, but, um, I was talking to the nurse there and, uh, I have been in this habit of taking a couple aspirin a day, um, every morning just to help with the aches and pains as I'm trying to get out of bed and get going. And apparently that's not the greatest plan. Oh, she was like, you take two aspirin today? Yes. Uh, this, this much? Yes. Wow. She was very concerned that I was going to bleed out, like very much bleed. With just two. Two aspirin a day. Yeah. Oh. She said that even people that um, are prescribed that, like older, elderly people that are prescribed, it's usually one a day. Oh my goodness. So who knew? I, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, that's actually really interesting because a lot of us self-medicate. Over the counter. Over is the counter because we just assume that it's easier or safer. Right. And uh, you're and telling me it's not. Right. Well, <laughs> I think there can be, with everything, there can be some unintended consequences. Yeah. yeah. But thankfully, it didn't impact me. And if, in case anyone was wondering, I did, I passed with flying colors. Oh, we're so proud of you. <laughs> I said, I want to go home. I don't want to be here anymore. And then I woke up and they were <laughs> telling me to get into the wheelchair. Like, oh, okay. Oh, I'll tell you, for being one of the toughest broads I know, you're a big old chicken sometimes. I am a claustrophobic <laughs> chicken. I, but apparently I'm not the worst that's ever been in an MRI machine because people will actually try to crawl oh, out. Goodness. I, yeah, I jumped off the table before I ever got into the machine the, the time that I flunked the test. Oh, but. and I actually can't talk because I've never had one, knock on wood. Yeah. Because... Uh, so I shouldn't say a word, yeah. but I have to anyway. I do have a tremendous <laughs> amount of respect for people that can, you know, take an MRI like a champion. <laughs> Not me. Not anyway. All right. So back to the script. <laughs> when taking medication, I think that it's important that people, that the correct medication is prescribed for the correct condition, right? Yep. It's also important that the medication is right for you, the individual who's taking it, for your age, for your conditions, and then that you take the proper dose for the length of time that the healthcare provider prescribes it to you. 
Right. Oh, and a lot of people don't think about that very mm-hmm. thing. Uh, even um, my daughter the other day, she had an antibiotic, mm-hmm. and she felt so much better. She goes, do you think I need to finish that? And I said, oh, for the love of God, finish your medications. Yes. <laughs> because that's where we get these issues mm-hmm. of um, then maybe not being responsive enough to yep. a, med- uh, a medication down the road because right. we didn't get the entire bug the first time. Well, and we actually have a caregiver that had a, a pneumonia condition that she actually has had since what back in September and she was taking antibiotics and it didn't quite kill it didn't quite kill it and you know at the end she she was in the hospital and had to have some pretty um, strong IV antibiotics to get it under control but if you don't take those as they're prescribed and for the length of time that they're prescribed you can inadvertently cause some way bigger issues for yourself oh yeah not good not good Uh, So seniors um, also have multiple medical conditions at times, and this can affect how your medications work. Mm -hmm. Uh, Medications used to treat one condition can also make another condition worse. Mm -hmm. Um, So um, basically, when you're talking to your doctor, they have to know every medication that you're taking. Um, But then be careful that also that you tell them that it if there's a medication that you've taken that made your situation worse, because yes. that happens too. Right. Just because it's supposed to go one way doesn't mean it will for you right. always. It, it certainly isn't a textbook situation. Right. And this to me goes back a little bit to um, the episode that we did on going to the doctor and making sure, you know, <coughs> this is your time and use it and have the questions and ask the questions. Same goes with medications. There are, um, there are professionals out there that their job is to help you. So if you're taking a, a medication and it's not working how you think it's supposed to and you're getting some type of a weird side effect or you're not getting better, you're getting worse, whatever, talk to your doctor's, doctor's office, talk to your pharmacy, reach out to those professionals because it is they are the experts to help you get that right. Right, right. Another consideration mm-hmm. is effects of food and beverages on medications. Yep. Medications may be affected by food, beverages, and supplements or medications that you take at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, some antibiotics are not absorbed well when taken with these different things um, that may con- contain calcium, magnesium, or iron. Those include our antacids, mm-hmm. our vitamins, and our dairy products. Yeah. Um, I've always heard about grapefruit. Yes. You know, grapefruit is one of those that with certain medications, it changes the whole metabolic issue of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that may cause the medicine to build up in your body. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's important to know. So if you, if you are getting a new medication, you know, you go to the pharmacy, you pick it up and they always offer you, um, to talk to the pharmacist about it if it's <laughs> new to you. And I, I would recommend doing that, yep. um, just so that you can, you know, get a little bit more information and know what the side effects are, or the warnings. So it, you know, cause you might not, you just don't know what you don't know. Right. 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 Well, they give you these pieces of paper, yeah, the, um, of what's in it, this, that, and the other, but does it make any sense? <laughs> I mean, really, it's like stop them and say, okay, talk to me now in layman's terms. Yes. Just because I don't know what you're saying. Synopsis <laughs> of what to expect. And and yes, they're busy, but you are more important at that yeah, moment. take your time. Take your time. You've more than likely waited in line for a very long time to pick up those medications. <laughs> yeah. So ask your questions. It's, way, it's okay. Take your five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the other thing to really pay attention to is medication interactions. So 
a medication interaction is a reaction between two or more medications um, or between a medication and food, beverage, supplement, herbal product. This can make a drug's effect either stronger, weaker, or cause unwanted or unintended side effects. An older person may be on multiple medications to treat many conditions they have, and they might also use over-the-counter medicines, vitamins, or other supplements. So the more medications and other products that you're on, the greater the chance is of having a medication interaction. Be sure to let your provider and pharmacist know about prescriptions and other medicines you use at home so they can check on those interactions for you. I really think that a lot of us don't stop to think about the herbal products that we take. Mm -hmm. Just because you get it at the uh, wellness store or, you know, what's that healthy, what's the... We've got with these health food, yep. health food, you know, just because you got it at the health food place doesn't mean mm-hmm. that it's safe. Yeah. I mean, it's safe, but not right. The, in the your circumstances, is it safe? Yeah. Well, and other factors to consider about, you know, that can impact how your body deals with medications would be um, cigarette smoking, drinking caffeinated or alcoholic beverages, changes in your diet, um, other changes in medical conditions. And if you have any type of a viral infection. Huh. Yeah, common side effects of medicines is actually dizziness, falls, weight loss, weight gain, Mm -hmm. uh, changes in memory, um, and our ability to think and process information. I mean, you always see that. Do not uh, use or drive vehicles, use heavy equipment, don't drink alcohol, Mm -hmm. um, and um, basically in older adults, it's easier to get hurt and ultimately lessen their ability to function in day-to-day life. Yeah. So. And if you need to, um, journaling is always a good thing. You can write down when you start taking something new, just <clears throat> jot down little notes about, does it make you feel differently? I, I remember a time many, many years ago when I was pres- prescribed something and I took it, I don't know, a couple days and it just, it made me so dizzy and it, it, definitely made me feel worse Mm -hmm. than the condition it was supposed to be treating. So I had that discussion with my doctor and said, you know, I just don't think this one is going to work for me. And we were able to take me off of that. Um, But keep track of it. Don't think that you're just crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I took prednisone and um, one time and um, for every side effect that was listed, (laughs) I got it. Yes. And it tends to make you irritable. Mm -hmm. Um, It makes you have the munchies more. And I I didn't need any help with any of those (laughs) topics. (laughs) It was, it was just bad, but it's also then a medication that you can't just stop taking. You ramp it up by taking a little bit more and then you have to ramp back down. Mm -hmm. And there's a reason for that. So um, just be careful. And if you're going to be cranky, just tell everybody. (laughs) I'm going to be forewarned. A little bit more than normal. Yeah. Yeah. Prednisone's a steroid, right? Yeah. Roid rage. Yeah, something. (laughs) Something like that. I don't know what it was, but I didn't like it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's one of the more minor ones, but it's also definitely one that's prescribed a lot. Yes. Yes. Again, very important to... Um, that, you know, when we're working with pharmacists, when we're working with doctors, these people have spent a lot of time and money to get their degree and become educated. And yes, we do know our bodies better than, you know, better than anyone, Mm -hmm. but also it's good to talk with those professional people before making, um, any huge decisions about medications. I think a lot of times people will take their meds and they don't like the way that they make them feel. And then they'll just kick it all together and without having any conversations. And that can be a big problem. Oh, on the flip side of that is that you've been really good about taking your medicine and you feel better so you don't think you need to continue. That can be a problem as well. Yeah, we see that with psych meds yep. or, or anything, like my daughter with her antibiotics. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, I feel so much better. I'll just keep these for the next time I'm not feeling well. Yeah. 
Which will be sooner rather than later if you don't finish out the cycle. (laughs) Yes, yes, (laughs) for sure. Uh, Polypharmacy is a word that we hear, uh, but basically what that just means is that that's when somebody is taking um, more than five medicines at a time. Mm -hmm. And what's really amazing to me is there's a lot of poor people out there that are taking 10, 15, 20 meds at a time. Oh, my word. Yeah. Wow, that's just tough. Yes. It's really important to, um, if you are taking multiple medications, you know, try to work with only one pharmacy uh, and or if you're working with more than one, make sure that everybody that's involved in your care plan has all of the information. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Then the next thing that um, is is a term to talk about is the prescribing cascade. Oh, yes. Yeah, so that is when a side effect of one medicine is mistaken for a new medical condition, and then that's treated with another medicine. Mm-hmm. We hear about that all the time, and we that there's actually a, a, a term for that. Yep, I didn't. This is the first I had heard it called that. Yeah, prescribing cascade, but it makes complete and total sense. Oh, it's like a dominoes. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So before there's any new big changes, make sure you reviewed that with your physician and that they understand. The other thing that's really hard is many people go to different, many different specialists. Yes. And so my advice is just have that list or take your meds with you and show them everything. Well, and even um, our nurse, when she goes to do an intake, she, she says that she can tell, she always asks for that med list. That's one of the first thing that she things that she does. Um, and she says she can tell a lot about what's going on with someone just by looking at the medication list. Right. No, I thought that was brilliant when Mm -hmm. she said that. Um, speaking of that, this is actually a good time to talk about our home care agency Mm -hmm. is actually non-medical. Yes. But we do have a nurse that goes out for a couple of our programs. Um, and, but so she's able to review all of that just for her to make her assessment even more right, right. complete. But we are non-medical, so why don't you yeah, explain so, that? So non-medical in-home care means that we are not able to do anything invasive, nothing under the skin. And as it relates to medications, we are able to do reminders with people, um, but we cannot dispense medication of any kind. So what that means in a nutshell is we can't take the pill bottle open it up, just determine how many pills need to come out of it and give that to whoever it is that we're caring for. That has to be prepackaged or, you know, pre-put into pill boxes, things like that. We can help someone be their, you know, be their eyes and their ear or eyes and their hands. So maybe someone um, struggles to open up a pill bottle. We can help take that cap off for them, but we, our caregivers are not able to make the determination of how much of that medicine is supposed to be given to someone. Um, is it the right medicine? Because we're not trained specifically in that uh, medication administration. And we don't do, we would not want to inadvertently hand out the wrong dose or the wrong medication at the wrong time. So we do, when we do home visits and talk to people, if there's an extensive medication list, we do talk to the families about making sure that they are, you know, put into pill boxes ahead of time or potentially prepackaged from the pharmacy. Um, And, you know, we have pretty in-depth discussions about what the medication needs are before we can commit to, you know, being able to help with that. Right, right. That's a a huge discussion. 
that we have to mm-hmm. have. But there are a lot of tools out there, and we're going to actually touch base on those pretty soon. Yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. A, uh, I mean, every day something new comes out <laughs> to help with this. Yes, that's awesome. That yeah. Somebody's always thinking outside the box. Yeah. So we're going to kind of shift down to actually um, what can we do to manage those medications, mm-hmm. just like what we're talking about. Yeah, so, so first of all, like we had said, keep a list of that. Mm-hmm. So, and not just your prescribed medications, but your, your over the counter things, your herbal supplements, whatever, keep a list of that, keep it close by so that, you know, you have it at all times, family members, caregivers, you can take it to the doctor's office with you. Heaven forbid there's an emergency in the home when you're, you know, first responders get there, they can look and see what's going on. Um, those medication lists tell a very big story. Mm-hmm. So keep that with you and update it. If something changes, Make sure you update it. So a lot of the people that live in Montana mm-hmm. are actually snowbirds. Yes. And so what you have to remember, if you're living in two different locations throughout mm-hmm. the year, you better have that stuff um, organized in Montana and Arizona or wherever it is you sure. go. But make sure you also take your medication list. Yes. Because you just, what if you forget something? Or, right. But um, just what if you have an incident in Montana but your main doctors in Arizona, right. you know, those medical records, all of that, you, you need to have some organization prior proper planning. <laughs> Always. Always. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. And then basically, um, review those medications regularly, you know, stay on top of what you're taking and, um, you know, make sure you're taking them as prescribed. But if something has changed drastically with you and you don't feel like that is something that you need to be taking anymore because, you you know, the condition has improved, maybe it's because you're taking the medicine, so you do need to stay on it. <laughs> yes. Maybe it's because the medicine is, has run its course and it's, it's time to move on. But make sure you're reviewing those regularly. Um, make sure that you have instructions on how you are supposed to take that medication. Um, Again, with that is what what should it be taken with? What shouldn't it be taken with? And what what is the potential for medication interactions? Right. <laughs> Always look out for side effects. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you yesterday, I always tell the world, you got a tummy <laughs> ache yeah. after one of the medications yep. that you were given. Yep. And it, it railroaded you for the day. Yep. You kind of were just out. Um, and so stomach aches, uh, dizziness, mm-hmm. falls, um, uh, erratic heartbeat all of those can be a side effect and if you get one of those just call your doctor as soon as possible because you don't want to be taking something that's actually an adverse reaction right Um, and then also talk about the -the over-the-counter meds and it's really funny we don't think about them very much as being dangerous right but they're everywhere stop at the convenience store go to the grocery store uh they're they're in the discount stores you can get them um and just um they can make your condition worse yes uh cause side effects um and interact actually with something that you're already taking right and basically just because it's over the counter does not mean that you just go at it willy-nilly. You still need to read those instructions. Yeah. You know, maybe two ibuprofen is good. That doesn't mean that 20 is better, right? Yeah. You still have to follow those. Yes, you are able to purchase that medication without a doctor's order mm-hmm. or prescription, um, but it still comes with a lot of responsibility. Yeah. Well, let's just talk about these. Everybody knows these brands, Tylenol. Yep. Advil. Advil. You just learned something yesterday on Advil. Yeah. And um, Allegra. Oh, yeah. Uh, Tums. Mm-hmm. It, they they have things. I mean, even Sammy, she takes extra Tums on purpose because she needs the calcium. Yep. Um, but is that calcium too much for somebody else? I mean, yes. just a, a little chewy pill like that can right. cause problems. <laughs> um, iron. 
Iron is oh, a supplement yeah. that I tend to uh, self-medicate mm-hmm. when I'm really feeling like I've had an extended amount of time of uh, being tired and um, I've had a history of anemia before. So they had me take an iron supplement, but TMI here, too much information. <laughs> if you take a supplement, make sure you're also drinking tons of water because if you take an iron supplement, then you can have a bunch of other troubles because then you're stuck. <laughs> and if you can't go to the potty, you are then having your tummy ache. I mean, it yeah. just can just get worse and worse and worse. Sure. And that's just a simple over-the-counter iron pill. Yeah. Yeah. Just have to be informed. Yeah. So some of the things that um, we thought were, you know, relevant to talk about would be difficulties that seniors have when taking medications. Um, one of those, difficulty reading and understanding direction labels. It might be, the print might be too small. Directions might be unclear. So make sure that you talk to your pharmacist about that. And it's funny because when you first printed out some of this information today, the print was really small. So I had to actually take it to the printer and, and enlarge it so I could even see. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can't read anything small yeah. without my L spectacles nowadays. Yep. So here I am on and off and on and off. <laughs> yes. But don't be so prideful that you, you know, if you can't read it or you're struggling to understand it, you know, just make sure that you talk to somebody. Cause yes. You, like me, if you have to put on readers occasionally, at least make sure they're cute. <laughs> yes. <readers>. Yes. <laughs> um, tro- some of, some people can have trouble opus- opening those medicine containers mm-hmm. or, you know, pouring the medications, even getting that glass of water to help take the meds. Yeah. Yeah. So basically if that's an issue, if you're struggling to get that cap off, talk to the pharmacist, see if there's a different cap that they can put on that pill bottle for you that makes it easier to open. And did you know, actually, um, a lot of them, they're childproof. Yes. That's a big deal. And you have to kind of squeeze them and turn. Yep. But if you turn them upside down, Oh, then they're, they actually have a wider thing that you can reach and it's just an easy screw off at that point. And so, um, but then you got to make sure that these medications are out of the reach of kids. Right, right, right. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Learned something new today. It, it, you kind of look at me and go, that looks weird, but it's just because it's upside down. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Okay. Um, sometimes healthcare providers may not provide enough information um, about the importance of taking the medication properly. Um, it is especially important for medications used to treat conditions with no obvious symptoms, such as high r- blood pressure or cholesterol. So ask your healthcare provider about what your medication is pre- prescribed for and how it benefits your health. You know, if somebody, if your doctor is kind of skimming over it, not really giving you a good description or good information on why you need to be taking it, stop them and ask the question. Right, right. Um, so when you're talking about medications um, and you were talking about not being able, us not being able to dispense medications, mm-hmm. there's some really cool tools out there mm-hmm. and some of them are bubble packs. Yep. Um, Love them. That is really awesome where the pharmacist actually puts these into the morning, however many times a day you're supposed to take them and, um, and you just pop the back of it, but mm-hmm. you can write on there what day and what time it should be taken. And those are really helpful for people like us where we come in and we can see that the morning meds have been taken. Right. We had one gal, um, <clears throat> she, um, her kids were calling her every morning to say, mom, did you take your pills? And she would say, oh, yes, I did. But then we would go in later that day and the meds weren't taken. Right. So it's always good to, if you think there's any um, memory issues. Right. To follow up on that, because just because somebody says they took their pills doesn't mean they did. Yeah. Check all the hidey holes, because <laughs> I know there have been multiple times that 
caregivers will stumble across, you know, hordes of medication that, you know. Should have been in the tummy, huh? Yeah. 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 And then they've got those med boxes. We've had situations where people actually like their medication, a certain medication too much, Mm -hmm. uh, just because some of them actually give you a a feeling, a high feeling. And so we've actually been hired by family before to go in and just make sure that that one medication is given properly and on time. Right. One of our gals really liked her her pain meds, um, and but she also had dementia. So she would be so mad when she would want her medication, but we had just given it to her 10 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. So we had to think about how we were going to get her to agree with us that indeed she had already taken it. So we actually made a list on a piece of paper. And once she had that medication, we would put the time, the date, and then she would have to sign it. Right. Because then she would have, um, in then 10 she, minutes, she would, believe she would you. say that she <laughs> needed her med and say, well, look, it's 10, 10, and right. at 10, you took this. Um, but we really had to think about that because she would get so upset that yeah. we were holding her medications from right. her. And truly, she just didn't remember. Yeah. Yeah. yeah some people just like the, um, they don't want to have to think about remembering at this time they have to take their meds. So there are machines out there that you can time it out mm-hmm. and it will, at a certain time, it Basically, the alarm goes off and the meds dispense, and there you go. And then you didn't have to remember that, oh, it's 10 o'clock. I need to go take my morning meds. One of the uh, medication stories that I have is uh, one of our clients actually was a retired pharmacist. <laughs> and his he lived in Big Fork, and his daughter lived in Missoula. And because we were non-medical, she would come up once a week, and not only just to visit with dad, but to sure. make sure the next medications for that week were dispensed. Well, before she'd even hit the road as she was driving out, he would have taken them out and put them in his pocket. <laughs> so when I went to visit him, I said, what's in your pocket? And he goes, oh, I got all these. And he had a handful of all of his medications. <laughs> oh. And I would have to call her and say, dad got into the meds again. And she's like, ugh. And, and that was because that's what he did. Yes. His whole life was about yes. knowing those pills, knowing those medications, knowing the feeling oh, of yeah, them. Oh, yeah, just d- touching yes, them. Yes, touching them. So they had to get the one where it was locked, and it would ring, and the little bo- box would pop out because otherwise he constantly was fiddling with them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but the good thing is, is there are lots of um, options out there on Gadgets how to handle and gizmos. these. Yeah. Yes. One thing that um, sometimes older adults worry about telling their healthcare providers that they're not taking their medications properly or following directions. Some of the reasons <coughs> for that might be they may not be able to afford their medications. Right. right? Oh yeah. That's they a might big deal. It is a big deal. They might not understand or remember how often they're supposed to take them. Um, or even how long to continue on taking them. Right. So that can be a be a problem. So stay involved. If you're working with someone out there that has, you know, a, it doesn't even have to be an extensive list of medications, medications at all. Mm-hmm. Just make sure you're on top of it and know what's happening. Yeah. Mom made it a weekly event when she would go with grandma. Grandma was able to keep everything organized, mm-hmm. but mother felt better just being there and watching and being right. able to discuss them with her. Right. And then they would get them done for the week and, and yep. it was a chore that... Just had to be done. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think that's really important to a lot of people um, because if you think about losing the independence of being able to manage your own medications, mm-hmm. um, that's a big deal. So yeah. if you can sit down with someone and, and they're part of that, right? Of course, it can't be the caregiver from Apaga Home Care because we're non-medical. <laughs> um, but, you know, as a family member, make sure that you can or that you do involve your person as much as possible, as much as they want to be involved True. with it. Yeah. Yep, yeah, true, true. So um, when at, we have our, our professionals and we have them in our lives 
for a reason. Mm -hmm. Our pharmacists, once again, don't stop and be afraid to ask questions. Yep. Um, but when you go to the the doctor, actually um, take a list of questions with you. If you think of something, write it down because you'll forget. Yes. But don't be afraid. And some of those questions that you can ask is, um, what is the name of the medication and, and what is it supposed to do? Is there a less expensive alternative? Mm. How and when do I take the medications and for how long? Mm -hmm. Whether to take it with water, food, or with a special medicine at the same time as other medications? Mm -hmm. um, can it be taken with over-the-counter medicines? Uh, what do you do if you missed a dose? Mm -hmm. I know that uh, my husband takes a, a pill every morning and um, Hill's just like, okay, oh, shoot, I forgot this morning. Or did I take it? What do I do? Should I take another one? Do I wait <laughs> till tomorrow? You know, he's just like, oh, oh, oh. But, you know, actually, it's okay. Let's just, you know, let's right. keep on our pattern. And, and missing one dose for him is not a big deal. Right. Some of those could be a problem. Yes, yes. So truly know what medication it is. Think about just... Um, it's almost a sense of panic that oh, sets is. in when you're like, oh gosh, did I take it? Did I not take it? <laughs> yeah. It's very real. <laughs> oh, and that's with a, somebody that's got it all together. Sure. So it is so easy to forget to take any kind of medication mm -hmm. um, on vitamins. I will get on a kick while I decide I, I need to take vitamins every day. <laughs> and I'll put them out in the little planner. And then after the one week is done, oh, I don't want to fill this thing again. Thankfully, I don't take anything that is do or die. <laughs> right. Well, you can, we've talked about this before. And so many people are on just extensive lists of medications. Uh -huh. And just think about, that's actually one thing that um, I didn't mention earlier, but even just difficulty swallowing oh. the pills, that can be a big deal. Oh. That can make people decide, I don't yeah. want to take this because yeah. I struggle to swallow it. Oh, I remember my my family, my my mom and dad would get so mad at me because they'd I'd have a antibiotic or whatever, and it think thankfully it didn't happen. But I was in my twenties before I could take a pill, before <laughs> I could swallow a pill, and it was all mental. Yes. But I gagged and <laughs> oh, just made a scene and reached yeah. for the sky. And couldn't figure out how to get that <laughs> pill down. And I'd drink gallons of water and then I'd look and it'd still be on my tongue. <laughs> I don't know what it was. It, it is, yeah, it is such I'm a I'm over that, thing. thankfully. But it is, it's a thing. My, it is a thing. My um, youngest daughter, Bailey, she, uh, <laughs> she struggles to take any type of medication. But she doesn't want anyone to see the scene. Oh, no, <laughs> so I, I she's was She's like, don't watch me, it. don't watch me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah um, and actually, like when we have people in hospice, mm -hmm. um, we actually do see that they're able to come up with like an elixir yes. versus oh, like the pill version, or are yeah. taking that medication and, and crushing it. But then again, go back to making sure that if you crush that medicine and you it put it into the pudding or whatever you're going to do to help that person take it, is it one that should be crushed? Right. Yes. You need to make sure that you're not changing the, um, the metabolic structure yes. of all of the molecules. Look at us. Pharmacy uh, talk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's all you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So basically, again, just um, take your medicines for the whole time they're prescribed. The other thing, only take your own medicine. <laughs> I have a really good pill that will take <laughs> all of your hurts away. Is it a Tic Tac? <laughs> it's a Tic Tac. <laughs> it is alarming yeah. to me, the number of people that will take a medication that is not prescribed to them. Mm -hmm. So A, the person taking it, B, the person that's willing to give a medication that's not prescribed to this. This is a problem. Oh my goodness. We, um, I don't remember where I was one time. 
we were at some event and I just needed an Advil. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I asked him, I go, do you have any Tylenol or anything? And he go, no, but I have a 222. I'm like, well, what's a 222? Well, a 222 is something that they have in Canada. Oh. And it's a really dang good med. I liked it. In you terms, took it? And I, it wasn't prescribed to you? It was over the counter. But I did. And okay. then the next time I went to Canada, I actually <laughs> bought a couple of <laughs> Okay, I, I liked it. It was a, actually it was like our Tylenol, but uh, with a kick. Like, and I'm not sure what the kick Tylenol, was at this point. I don't remember Tylenol with codeine or something. Yes, that's a I think that's here. actually yes, yes. I think that's so exactly maybe it what it was. was. A prescription in Canada, mm-hmm. but it is here. Mm-hmm. Okay, and and um, but that's a, an excellent example of yeah. the two two twos. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't even know if they make them anymore because this was a long time ago. But that that's a classic example of saying, oh yeah, well I need one because I've got a headache. Yeah. And and just doing what I did. Right. It's yeah. A, it happens. It's a thing. Oof, duh. Yeah. Um, you know, another thing that's important to think about with medicines is to plan. Th- like, if you have something that you need to take throughout the night, mm-hmm. plan ahead for that. Mm-hmm. You know, have it ready so that you're not having to get up and stumble yeah. <laughs> into the kitchen or wherever. Yeah, have your little bit of water and... Mm-hmm. Everything. Yep, have it yeah. on your nightstand if you can. Um, really important that before you travel, you make sure you have your medications all in order. If you're flying, they always tell you keep your medications on your person. Don't put them. Don't Ooh, check them in baggage. It's yeah. super important to always have that because you don't know. I mean, unfortunately, sometimes luggage gets lost. Yeah. Sometimes it never gets found. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we had a situation just a couple weeks ago where um, a gal was actually getting her bulk meds mm-hmm. mailed to her yeah and somebody um the actually the post office had said that it had been delivered <gasps> that's right yeah so the, the post office said it's been signed for and delivered and she only had two days left and so the carrier was like uh we i was the only one here today it just snowed so i there's no f- footmarks there's no driving they did not bring that medication in oh my so gosh. what was amazing to me was that the us post office immediately started a, an investigation mm. and then also then they called the the online like the post- pharmacy oh. and oh. said oh we got a problem so they were able to get the doctor here to give her like five pills oh wow until the next group came out yeah but what was really bizarre about it is for some reason the post office guy had signed for it oh my gosh and said that it had been delivered but he didn't get to it yet so two days later he brings it up to the house meanwhile we're stressed now when where is that medication Oh, because wow. that's a big I bet I bet deal. you will never do that again oh yeah so um but they were able to I mean the USPS was ma- ma- followed through, figured out who the initials were, um, but and she was able to get a couple meds to make it until right. those meds came. But now the caregivers worried. She goes, "Now we have two months here," right. and it's like, "Well, you know, now <laughs> they have that documented. They understand that they sure. won't send you next months, right? Because we were able to find this month's, right? So nothing is ever perfect, right? But I really appreciated how the post office jumped on that immediately yeah. and went, "Oh no, we are." Are not yeah. going to assume that and our caregiver was so appropriate in the way that she dealt with it she mm-hmm. immediately called us 
and she said, I've done this. I made this call. I made this call. Mm-hmm. And, and because in our world, you document everything. Oh yeah. If it's not and, written down, it didn't yeah, happen. Yeah. And, and we made sure that the family understood what was going on. And, um, within two days it was resolved. Yes. But at first it was really scary just going, we don't like this. Yeah. Quickly, um, something that can can cause problems with people and their medications again is that the cost. Yeah. So um, when you're when we talk about cutting the costs of medicines, if you are concerned, make sure you talk to your doctor about it. And maybe there's um, maybe there's a generic version or something that can be done that way. Um, ask for a senior citizens discount if that's applicable to you. Be sure you shop around. Honestly, I had been using a pharmacy here in our community for years. And then I just thought, you know, it seems like the prices are pretty high. So I just reached out to a different pharmacy and it was a significant, like 25% difference. Oh my goodness. So, um, shop around, yeah. ask for samples if uh-huh. you can with medicines, buy in bulk, um, try mail order. And then also important buy over the counter when they're on sale, if you can. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Good. Wow, that was a lot, lot of, of information, talk, but um, <laughs> important stuff. Yes. All right. Well, <sighs> grandma saying. Okay, the grandma saying. <laughs> yes. One friend of mine said that one of her granddaughters st- started calling her Glamma because she stated, my grandma is so very glamorous. <laughs> she was just beaming when she told the story. Oh, how cute is that? Yeah. Glamma. Oh. I've heard of that before. Oh, yeah. No, that's, that's adorable. <laughs> if only I would ever be called glamorous. Oh, you're glamorous every day, Jules. <sighs> that. You really are. Yeah. Well, My listeners, thanks. Way. <laughs> thanks for putting up with this today. <laughs> and um, if you have a verse you'd like to share with us, if you've got an uplifting story, please make sure to email those to the caregiven podcast at gmail.com. And then go listen, go subscribe to us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. You can watch us, leave us a review. We only like the good ones. So just leave a good <laughs> review. So far, I think we've got a perfect rating, maybe just from our moms, but yes. we'll take it. <laughs> and then please join our Apaga Care and Share group. And, yes. you know, if you're interested in, in home care and learning more about that, hit us up about that as well. Oh, for sure. Yep. Peace good. out, Girl Scouts. We love talking about it. Oh, we do. Oh, boy. Have a good day. The caregiven name is a registered trademark of the Veritrust Health Incorporated Company. Epaga is not connected to, affiliated with, or endorsed by Veritrust or any of its affiliates. 